Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I'm here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How are you? Doing fantastic, my friend. Today's episode is going to be a fun one. We're going to affectionately name this conversation that we're going to have today. Uh, We're going to name it the Holiday Hullabaloo. (laughs) And uh, I think it's going to be uh, a great convo um, as we are kind of smack dab in the middle of the holiday season. Mm -hmm. And unless you've been living under a rock and have no cell phone, uh, no Wi-Fi, internet access, uh, and maybe no TV or um, you live in the woods in a tent somewhere, you probably know at this point that Christmas is just a mere few weeks away. Yeah. Um, and you know, Thanksgiving was a blur. So we want to be able to make sure that we set y'all up for success. And I think the conversation today is going to be really cool because it comes out of a lot of the layered, um, trainings and conversations we've been having over the last few weeks inside the challenges and the continuity group and whatnot. And, uh, Mm. We've gotten a lot of questions about it too, about how to, how to make fasting stick and how to make the long-term results stick. Um, and, you know, that's why we did the previous podcast on the holiday weight gain. And we're just going to unpack it a little bit more with some tangible real life things, hopefully for you guys, and then give you some action steps yeah. uh, that you can put into place over the next few weeks. Yeah, because, uh, you know, looking back over the years, this was always um, a, a really tough time of year where it was kind of like, it's, it's easy for, for goals and priorities to kind of take a backseat to a lot of external pressure and a lot of things that we're going to be um, unpacking. And, and, you know, we like, we can pay for that all year long if we, if we don't have the right intention going into this time of year and, and just, a just a, a few tweaks here and there can make for a much different experience is what we found over the last few years, which is just um, absolutely night and day different um, from how I personally used to go about the holidays. Yeah. And it's, it, it's, you know, it, as cliche as some of the things that I've implemented or learned over the years, uh, learn most of the time by failing on my face. And then well, like we had to say failing <laughs> forward. Yeah. Um, it's no different than the fasting and weight loss and health journey that I've been on since I was 12 years old you know, and mm-hmm. diagnosed with severe asthma. And we're not going to go into our story today. If you guys are new to the podcast, go back and listen to the first couple of episodes. Give us a little grace. We were new. That was a hundred and some odd number of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to learn a little bit more about who we are and our story and how we ended up here, um, go back and take a listen. And uh, for you guys that have been with us for a while, um, you know, we we like to say that, that, that phrase, you know, failing forward or learning or making this you know, a, a lifestyle change. So the fasting for life, uh, moniker or actual name was, was that for a reason that we want to make this Mm -hmm. lifestyle part of our life and not make the diet, the focus, the, the macro counting and the calories and the meal prepping for hours on the weekends and the, 
you know, all of that stuff that didn't really work well for us. Fasting was that switch that allowed us to tap into the physiology and then also simplify the day-to-day life. So right now with the holiday season, you know, this is where a lot of that external or extrinsic influences come into play and they can really, um, you know, that, 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 uh, I believe it's a country song, Jesus take the wheel. Like that, those outside things can come in and take the wheel. You never know what I'm going to say. Yeah, and no, they can like veer you off into a ditch. Right. <laughs> and, you know, like it's I, a good I song, feel. By the way. Yeah, I, I feel like those extrin- extrinsic pressures are are a lot of kind of what comes into play. Whether you're talking like big picture, like this part of the season, this part of the year, um, or even even like moment to moment during the day, like e- even just thinking back before. I had ever set a timer for fasting um, and, and how I would go about like, okay, well, it was just breakfast, lunch, and dinner with those normal kind of snack times, you know, not understanding the, the negative effect that I was having, you know, by just kind of, just kind of being an autopilot, but also letting those extrinsic factors, you know, kind of take a role. Like if, if I was invited to a lunch or to a dinner or something else like that, it was just kind of like, okay, well, that's just going to be another eating opportunity. And I didn't really take an active role in that decision-making process right there. And so that that's more on a, on a smaller scale, but the same thing can happen on a much larger scale, you know, this time of year where we have these kind of peer pressure, extrinsic, um, you know, factors that are coming in, invitations to different get-togethers. And it's like, there's bake sales and there's like school parties and there's there's get-togethers, there's holiday parties. And, and like some of this stuff can feel like nonstop. Like, didn't we just have cake yesterday? Like, I don't normally have cake. And then it, it's all these like these baked goods and things like that. But if, if we're not taking an active role, those things can really accumulate and, and create this, this, you know, calorie debt that we have to pay back and this like extra weight that's showing up on the scale. Now the, the clothes aren't fitting as well. I'm getting less confident as the holidays kind of go on. And, and really that those are all external forces that end up, you know, um, kind of, uh, stockpiling, you know, against me. Right. Yeah. Taking the wheel. Right. And just, and veering you off track. Right. Right. So I know we're in an audio medium, but I'm visually grabbing the the fake steering wheel and swinging (laughs) it all the way across my desk. Big swerves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting too, is like, you know, and this is just speaking from personal experience and then all of the feedback that we've gotten from all of y'all that have listened, especially through the holiday last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the holidays, you know, they have a purpose. They have family. Um, there's a, it's a time of giving and gratitude. It's also supposed to be a time of rest. Yeah. And this is, you know, pot calling the kettle. This is, this is the one that I suck at the most. And the entire like gym nutrition in uh, like industry bases their like I don't know the statistics off the top of my head I should have looked them up for I didn't know where this was going to come out here Mm. so don't quote me if I'm incorrect here but the concept or the overview of it is is the majority of the sales for a lot of the gyms and the big gym chains they make Mm -hmm. a lot of their money in January that set themselves up for the rest of the year with those 12, six and 12 month memberships. Right. Like there's an entire industry that's set up around the holiday malaise and mm-hmm. the fact that you're going to do all this extra stuff and indulge more and have more uh, opportunities to veer off track. And then new year's new year, new year, new you, right? Yeah. New year, new you, new year's resolutions, come on in and get fit and, and, and take mm-hmm. back the wheel. Right. Right. And right. so there's a whole industry that we're like, you know, just playing into. And personally, I would, like you said, Tommy, I would do the same thing. I would 
you know, I'd work really hard um, and, and be, you know, intentional. And then, you know, it's, it just gets to a point where if you don't focus on it and you're not intentional with it and you don't put up some boundaries, which we'll talk about here in a few minutes or some non-negotiables, as we like to say, um, then you're going to lose control. And mm-hmm. there's, there's a story that we had heard recently from someone that I'll tell here in just a minute where it's like, we're, we're not, we're not, we're not putting ourselves first, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, that's really kind of the crux of the matter because, you know, even when, when we go through uh, a day, if it's, if I'm doing a 12 hour fast, let's say it doesn't take a lot of like mental focus to just go, okay, well, I want to do a 12 hour fast, right? I mean, that's, that's a fairly simple thing to do. It's not all that long, but, but, you know, setting the intention for it means I made a decision. I I put myself first. I said, you know what? I, I don't need to eat for the next 12 hours. That's important to me. So let me do that. So I, I, I drew a little line in the sand there. It's not a very deep one. It's nothing dramatic, but I still put myself first in that moment because if I get an invitation to a lunch or something else like that, that I, I don't know what's going to come at me today, um, I, I still know that I'm doing a 12 hour fast. So it's going to take a lot for me to undo that decision and to go, yeah, you know what? Never mind. That that wasn't that that's not what I'm going to end up doing. So so taking that a step further and going into the holidays with with a little bit of intention means I can draw some small lines in the sand and go, you know what's going to be important to me? Not feeling like I need to undo the last month or the last two months when January comes around or to set a a quote unquote new year's resolution, which is absolutely useless in my personal history of all my new year's resolutions. Right. Um, And, but I don't, I don't remember a single time when I did a new year's resolution and it didn't involve some sort of weight goal that was always worse off than the previous year. It was just, it was a recurring thing. So frustrating over time. So drawing those little lines in the sand is like part of that intentionality that I want to go into the holiday season with. So here's a funny story from when we were, when I was in full-time clinical practice in around the holidays, we would have people that would bring in all of the additional stuff, right? Mm. They'd bring in the the cookies and the desserts and the, kin, the yep. tin cans of shortbreads and all that stuff. And <laughs> Yeah. Um, my staff would always look and be like, Oh, you want us to put these in the back? And I was like, absolutely not. I'm like, bring them to the suite next door or put them out on a table and all the patients can have them and then sure. offer them to go home. And they're yeah. like, well, isn't, aren't we like a wellness center? I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> why are we going to take them all and put them in the back and hoard them like chipmunks or squirrels, you know, <laughs> storing up for the winter? I'm like, no, yeah. get that crap out of here. Thank right. you for the intention. It was super sweet. But like, I don't need that stuff staring me in the face. So we would literally just leave this little table up and it would just, you know, have a red tablecloth on it. Mm -hmm. And that's where we would, we would put everything. I'd be like, you guys want to indulge? That's fine. But if I eat that right now, I'm going to go need to go under the table and take a nap. Like, (laughs) I don't need that bagel with cream cheese, right? you know, at 11 o'clock. So um, it's just that, like that little line in the sand, like, okay, we have to be aware um, that we're going to be having these things come up. Mm -hmm. And, and then, uh, like you said, you don't have to buy the brownies, right? So you can buy the brownies or the bake sale for the school to support the school, but you can just do the donation. Yeah. And like, you don't have to take the brownies with you. You're right. And because if you take the brownies with you, they are going to stay with you because you're going to eat. Come on, let's be real. Right. Right. They're going to be amazing. They're going to be fresh. 
and they're going to stick with you. And they're probably not just going to be here and, you know, through December, it's, they're probably going to stay on longer. So, you know, that, that intentionality right there, do the donation. I love that. Um, you could also take them and you could, you could donate them, give them to a friend. You could, you could, you could bring some joy to somebody else, right. Who, yeah. who may not, you know, have the same goals that you do right now. And, and that could still, you know, spread joy without you having to pay for it because just cause it's, it's the holiday season. Like if, if we don't put ourselves first in these small ways, then we end up putting everybody else above us and, and everything else comes first before our goals, we end up, you know, bearing the brunt of that in some way or another, it might be a little less mental health, you know, like uh, higher stress levels, maybe a little bit more like, like you said, malaise, or, you know, maybe even sadness, frustration through the holidays. Right. Like I used to have like, like some anxiety, a little guilt, some shame through the holidays, because it was like, everything was just, it, it kind of wasn't aligned. I didn't set these intentions. And, and that's easy for that to happen. Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He's our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing. And the indoor air, air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to a hundred times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors and we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? an air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day Breathe Easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code FASTINGFORLIFE to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. An exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the fasting for life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in and now back to today's episode. 
and I still have some of that now. And you can, these are conversations just to be real that I have with my wife pretty consistently. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, Hey, we set our intention for the year, the six months, the quarter, whatever it is like these decisions that we're making, are we, are we protecting the family? like energy in the family unit here? Mm-hmm. Like, are we spreading ourselves too thin? Like, I don't want to have two or three things. And with kids, it's easy because it's like zoo lights and Santa's Wonderland and birthday parties and, you know, yeah. go to go drive around the neighborhoods and look at lights and, yep. and, you know, um, all the extra stuff, go see Santa. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's easy to like overextend and that doesn't even take into account the family piece. So, you know, going back to the original framework of like the holidays having a purpose um, you know, family, uh, giving and gratitude and having some rest built in as well. Um, you know, I, I always try to protect that rest piece as much as possible. And I know that if I get spread too thin, then all the other stuff starts creeping in. My sleep gets affected. My cravings go up and then I start to, you know, Jesus takes the wheel and I, you know, I'm (laughs) off into the, you know, on the rumble strip going, Oh God, what's happening. Right. So, you know, there's always, you know, even today, like we have our family, we live here, we have an aunt and uncle in town, but outside of that, we have no family, all the families in Dallas, which is just a short drive away, mm-hmm. uh, you know, four, four and a half, five hour drive, you know, with traffic um, to north to the north side. And then all my family's in New England. And I'm sorry, but like traveling with little kids nowadays, especially and back to the potential like snowed in situation in New England, I'm like, I'm not willing to take that risk. Right. You know, having the dogs and I'm like, we've, we have our, our footprint here. So I want to be intentional and in making sure that, you know, the holiday season and the traditions that we're starting stay at the center point. And if you're constantly putting your energy out mm-hmm. into the other areas and the other, you know, asks that you get, then, yeah. then that's where you're going to get that holiday malaise or that rundown feeling. And that's, you know, direct hole in the immune system, direct hole on your struggling with your fasting windows and all that kind of thing. So learning to say no, we used to do a talk uh, in the clinic this time of year. It was healthy for the holidays. And there would be Mm -hmm. 10 to 15 minutes of that conversation would just be going through the priority Covey's priority quadrants and like Mm -hmm. talking about like how to say no. Like if you're one of those providers or fixers or like people that like to, Mm -hmm. you know, coordinate and help and you're in you're that social butterfly like you can yeah. easily say yes too often and 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 just encouraging telling people that it's okay to say no like yeah. you could just feel like the stress in the room just, <sighs> just like <sighs> yeah exactly it was really wow cool. I, w- I wish I had heard that talk I, I like I'm having flashbacks right now because me you know my wife and I you know definitely we, we like to keep strong relationships. We like to please others. And it, there was a lot of that, especially around the holidays. It was like <clears throat> with step parents and, you know, multiple sets of parents and, you know, uh, across different parts of town. And it was, you know, three or four or five different celebrations, Thanksgiving, Christmas, like for each one. And we're, we're driving all over the place. And, you know, so we were, we were taking the the brunt of that responsibility and that workload, but at the same time, people were preparing for when we'd get over there and it was like, okay, well, here's a meal. But, you know, without, without drawing any lines in the sand, it was like just over consumption for, for like keeping these strong relationships and like the social aspect of it. And I I never really looked at it like, like an obligation, but at the same time, it was, it was stressful and I would pay for it later, like throughout the years. And, and I didn't know how to undo that either. So I didn't say no on the front end and I didn't have a solution on the back end. 
So now going into the holidays, we're not going to say yes to every opportunity that comes around, but even the ones that do, they're not all going to be eating opportunities. That's for sure. Like I'm going to sit there, enjoy the social time, and I'm going to have some black coffee in my hand, like not just another meal. So I can just, you know, feel terrible and then have to feel like I need to undo that too. It's a very different experience now. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Let's unpack some tangibles here. Some, some stuff where like, you know, cause we've talked a lot about like the macro, the 30,000 foot kind of view and, and the different yeah. things that can come up this time of year. So um, <clears throat> to frame this out, I, I used the word cliche earlier and there's this, um, there's this uh, challenge out there called 75 hard. And it's like, yeah. Two workouts a day, no TV, sunlight every day, read 10 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's it's an incredible challenge with the amount of time and energy commitment going into it. And I've seen some really cool things happen. My wife and I have been playing with the idea of doing it, but we have allowed the schedule to not be perfect, air quotes, right? Yep. right? So that can relate directly to, well, your fasting window, your social uh, you know, calendar and, and the different things going on around this time of year as well. And I want to tell me when we frame this out in a second, I want to talk about whether or not like what your decision is going into the holiday. So from here until the end of the year, do you on a self-reflection, do you see yourself as someone that can, t- can continue to be in a fat loss phase mm. or probably need to back off a little and be more in a maintenance phase? Mm. Or you're just sitting there going, uh, what I'm new, what the heck do I do? So I want to make sure we frame out those intentionally, but yeah. to use the cliche of choose your hard, right? Yeah. This is a phrase that you, we talk a lot about, especially in healthcare and with the trainings that I do for the, the multidisciplinary clinics and training all the uh, medical providers from orthopedics to mid-levels to rehab techs and everybody in between. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when patients come in, what we're trying to teach them in our clinics is that they have a choice and you get to choose your hard when it comes to your health, yeah. right? Having surgery is hard, but doing rehab is also hard. Right. Yeah. So choose your hard. Marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your hard. Obesity yeah. is hard. Being fit and disciplined is hard. I don't even like the word discipline. Being fit and healthy is hard. Choose yeah. your heart. Being in right. debt is hard. Being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your hard. Communicating versus non-communicating. If anybody's mm-hmm. listening that's married, communicating is freaking hard. Okay? <laughs> it was a lot easier when I was single, but it is right. absolutely worth it. So I'm choosing my hard. And, um, you know, it, it is, you know, one of those like extreme ownership, like U.S. Navy SEAL, Jocko Willock type mindsets. Yeah. But when it comes to... Um, your health and your weight, what we want to do is we want to make sure that we're, we're tapping into the physiology and the benefit that we can get by using fasting and putting some intention behind our boundaries and our windows. Yeah. And you know, you're, you're going to need to choose those hearts, like in each one of these scenarios that we're talking about and whether you're in a, a fat loss phase or more of a maintenance phase, or you're, you're figuring out where to put your own boundaries for, for the holidays, there's going to be some choosing your heart, like um, going to four different, you know, Christmas get togethers is hard, but also saying no to a family member or being there at the table while they're eating and you're not eating is also hard, you know, like they're one of the two, but also going through not making a decision there 
being an autopilot, letting Jesus take the wheel and then coming out of the holidays, needing to make up for that and feeling frustrated and maybe some shame and guilt, like, oh man, I let it happen to me again during this holiday season. That's hard too. So all, all of those situations are hard. So you're going to have to choose one. And like, personally, I'd rather, I'd rather do the one that kind of rips the bandaid off now, sets some intention and, and minimizes the, the frustration on the back end. So if you've been fasting and you've been having some weight loss, right. And you've been doing mm-hmm. well, the decision now is, okay, well, what do I do for the holidays? So yeah. you got to start with some self-reflection and maybe just a simple five or 10 minute journal. And you look, okay, what are my goals for this season? Who do I want to see? What things do I want to experience? Are there any non-negotiables when it comes to social engagements? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and put some intention behind what do you want the next four weeks to look like? So Jesus doesn't take the wheel and you drive off into a ditch, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that I said that because now it's become the theme of the holiday hullabaloo episode. So right. um, I'm going to have to play the song when we're done here. I can't think of the artist because I'm terrible with that stuff. But um, it's a yeah. woman and I know it's great and I've heard it, but it's not coming to me. And um, so when we're talking about intention here, if you are, if you've been doing well and you've had a lot of momentum, you don't have to give up, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one twelfth of your year. Right? right. And you can keep the momentum going. Um, so sitting down, reflecting, picking those non-negotiables, then putting those on the calendar. And then everything else that comes up is just a simple question. Is this something that I'm willing to commit to that is going to allow me to continue to move towards my goals? And if it's not, then you don't do it. Or if you do do it, then you do it with some boundaries. Like for instance, um, you know, over Thanksgiving, we talked a lot about if you've got multiple stops or you've got a meal, plus, you know, if you have traditions that you do, or maybe you have a dinner at one house and then drinks and dessert at another house, mm-hmm. giving yourself those four to that four to six hour window, just like when you go to a restaurant, you look at the menu ahead of time, mm-hmm. right? And you don't let them put the bread. If you're in a fat loss phase, you don't let them put the bread on the table. If the bread right. is a trigger, like yeah. don't let them put the chips in the here in Texas, the chips mm-hmm. and the salsa on the table. If you know, that's something that you can't feel in control around, right? So mm. you're, you're in a fallow space, you're doing well. So just sit down and pick those things. And then if you're, if you're someone that has been struggling with this stuff and you don't feel like you have the confidence, maybe it's time just to set the intention for those next four weeks that you're going to maintain the changes yeah. that you've made and then maybe pick one or two spots to push it a little bit. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good point because like um, in, in one of our groups, we have some people who just recently committed to doing one meal a day, like doing OMAD. So, right. you know, downloading the fast art guide, getting started, getting, um, getting very intentional about their OMAD and, and committing to this like in December or, or even a few weeks ago in, you know, in, in, um, in November. And so, it, you know, if like, if that's an important goal for you, then each one of those days, in December, you know, just, just pick one of those opportunities. You know, sometimes there might be two or three or four eating opportunities in a day. Well, guess what? Time to arm yourself with some black tea or some black coffee, maybe some sparkling water. Go, you know, in, enjoy those other things, those other get togethers, but be ready to choose your heart. And, and, and somebody goes, well, aren't you going to be eating? You know, are everyone else is eating. No, no that, that's okay. I just, you know, I, maybe I, I already had this meal. Like, you know, I ate something earlier. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a big dinner planned for later, what, whatever it is, one of those, those little lines that you can just have, you know, kind of quickly. Um, and, and it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be anything like you'll, you'll be surprised that, 
um, how, how quickly, you know, people, you know, kind of move on to the next thing and you can enjoy it and then not have the, the frustration and kind of the lagging effects behind that. And I would also say one more thing is make sure you plan the things that you enjoy. We can't restrict and omit our ways, our way to long-term success. So make yeah. sure that you're putting in the things that you love and that you enjoy. So for our family, for example, we're going to Santa's Wonderland. And when we yeah. go, I'm going to enjoy that day. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give myself the window. We're going to get food. We're going to have an IPA. We're going to, you know, the, the kids will do the apple cider cinnamon thing or whatever yeah, it is. Right. You can, you can keep the cinnamon nutmeg, not my, not my flavor <laughs> profile. It, it goes in the same bin as the pumpkin right? <laughs> um, for me, but like, yeah, we're going to enjoy that day. So that's one of those things I'm like, no, that is we're we're doing this. And then Christmas breakfast. So for me, I want to, for our family, I want to take that trend, that tradition of when we had Christmas breakfast. And then we, I want to pass that down to my kids and then the grandkids in the future. Like, I love that. I love waking up on Christmas morning, knowing that, uh, man, I'm going to, I'm going to share this. We're going to get fried bologna. Like (laughs) one time a year, damn it. That is staying on my schedule. That is a non-negotiable. I'm going to need a nap that day. I'm not going to feel great, (laughs) but I'm, I'm going to know that that is just one small intentional enjoyment. So you can go to these gatherings, you can make these decisions, you can enjoy the holidays. Um, as long as you are putting the intention behind it and yeah, people, I, I prefer Thanksgiving because it's more social where Christmas mm. has a lot of other things that come with it. Right. 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 You know, there's that family component and all the stuff that we just unpacked. I don't want to rehash it all, but, um, so I, I have always growing up, love Thanksgiving more and yeah. that social piece, that connection piece, that creating the memory piece is really what I want to encourage a lot of y'all to focus on. And mm-hmm. you can simply use fasting. Like you said, Tommy, if you're new, go to the fast start guide on the website, thefastingforlife.com. You can download that guide. You can commit to doing OMAD for the next four weeks and you will see transformation yes. and it will be one of the most enjoyable holiday seasons that you've had. Yeah, I know it's, it's, it's going to really be an incredible holiday season. And, um, I'm looking forward to to hearing some of the stories um, yep. from everyone listening, you know, about how it went and, and what they did. Um, so, yep. you know, if you are new and you're just getting started, I'm going to encourage you to do something like start something now it's, it's early in December right now. And you yep. can, you can get the ball rolling a little bit, even, you know, just, just make a few small tweaks now and you can continue that momentum into, you know, you know, Christmas and new years and, and everything like that. And, and looking forward to like a January where you don't have to feel like you need to undo something because you went into it with that intentionality. So, you know, yeah, like, where you're free. not the marketing target for all the new year's yeah. resolution stuff. Right. Imagine, yeah. imagine a start to 2022 that that doesn't involve you being part of that group and yes, it can totally be done. So we wanted to drop this conversation of the holiday hell of blue and this, uh, you know, this framework a little bit earlier uh, before the holidays kind of tick up. So mm-hmm. uh, if you guys ever have questions, you can reach out to us at info at the fasting for life.com info mm-hmm. at the fasting for life.com. We just wrapped up our last challenge of the year. The next challenge is coming up mm-hmm. um, in January, yep. um, January 12th to the 18th. That's correct, Tommy. Yes. And so we're just super pumped. We're going to do a year end review like we did last year as well. It's just a lot of cool stuff coming. We appreciate each and every one of you listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in, Tommy, as always. Thank you, sir. And we'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. 
While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life. 